This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome to MS Momentum, the radio show for people with MS, their family, whanau and support teams. Now, this week's very special radio star is Blake. So hello Blake and welcome to the show. Blake and I have met pretty recently and we're here to talk about Blake's upcoming MS adventure of walking the Araroa track from Cape Reinga to the Bluff. It's monstrous. Raising funds along the way for MSNZ and MS Otago. So this is a massive mission, Blake. How far is that walk? Hello. Um, they say that it's about 3,000 kilometres. I think it's just a little bit more than that, but they like the round number of 3,000. So it's going to take quite a while. It's going to take, it is going to take some while. So why have you set yourself this mission? Um, to be honest, I've been wanting to hike Te Adoroa for about five years now. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's kind of been a bucket list thing for me. Um, I'm an avid tramper, obviously. All right. Uh, yes, that, that would help. That would help. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's it's been something I wanted to do for a while. And um, the idea just kind of came to me that it's a great opportunity to raise awareness along the way because for a lot of people, including hikers, but especially people who aren't familiar with hikes of this, magnitude mm-hmm. it seems like a pretty extreme thing to do and I feel like it's just too good of an opportunity to not fundraise uh, it is but it's um how long is it going to take you to do this 3,000 kilometers just just ridiculous but um <laughs> yeah well they they reckon on the website the TA website they think about 50 to 80 days per island um so I guess it depends on how you want to tackle the hike but for me i'm i'm kind of in the mind frame of wanting to take it slow and enjoy it so i'm thinking it'll probably take me four to five months nice yeah i read an article randomly this morning about walking and and how people during COVID times are actually walking more often Mm. because it's one way you can get out and about but also it's something that we have been doing for as long as we've been upright so there's that is that whole historical thing, but it's actually, to, like for me personally, walking is about taking note of where you are. So it's sort of mindfulness, but not as I would term it. But if you're walking the length of the country, that's pretty massive. Like 3,000 k's is a lot. And it's also something about taking time for yourself mm-hmm. and taking taking time to see the country because um, – you are doing this for a specific reason because you want to, it's on your bucket list, but also because you have MS. Yeah, I do. And it's interesting what how you say, like by just walking and taking mm-hmm. note of things, I think often with the way we just drive around and get around the place, we're always in a hurry and we don't really look around and notice the small things. But um, when there's something about walking, you have a lot of time to take in everything around you and be very mindful, as you say. Um, of those things and and yeah it's kind of good like it's obviously been a dream of mine for a while but I was diagnosed with MS in 2017 mm-hmm. um, and that was about the same time I was thinking about um, doing an adventure of this magnitude okay. so it kind of coincides pretty well and yeah it'd be it'd be cool to get out there and hopefully shine or create a positive story around MS about what people yeah, I- with MS are able to do in some instances Absolutely. And I think um, 
from where I sit as the field officer, this year particularly, I have seen more people have fantastic adventures. And part of that has been boosted along by the fact of being diagnosed with MS. And it's so whether or not those people would have done that without being diagnosed with MS mm. is sort of a chicken and an egg. And I think sometimes when you're diagnosed with MS, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this now. Yeah. Because because you don't know what the future holds. And I know there's a young um, woman out there who was running marathons, which are outrageous, but doing all the marathons she could while her legs still worked. And I'm thinking she's very young. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that her legs are going to work for a long time, but that she was just complete. She just put her all into it, run, and then completely collapse. Yeah. But not that I would do a marathon and running it, but she, that's what she did. And she was doing it all over the place before COVID hit. Yeah. So it's in some ways, and because you're you're a young man and you're fit, you're already you said you're a hiker already, so you've already got that tramping experience. And we're pretty lucky here because we do have one of the we do live in one of the most beautiful countries in the world for that. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so it's it is pretty exciting. So the logistics of this must be quite big, like just organising yourself for where you're going to get it, when you're going to go into the walk. Where you're going to come out? Where you st- are the are the hunts on the walk? I don't, you know, do you stay in the hut? Do you have to yeah. stay in town? Yeah, um, it varies a lot, um, especially between the islands. So the North Island is predominantly campgrounds, and you go you walk through a lot of towns and cities. So okay, um, yeah, there's the opportunity to stay with people along the trail. Um, there's lots of people we call trail angels, which offer up either. Oh. Yeah, it's cute, isn't it? <laughs> it's very cute, isn't it? I love that. Yeah. So they, they just like have a bed for the night sort of thing. Yeah. For, you, for the they, Oh, that's excellent. It's like a yeah, variety of things. They offer up either like a piece of their lawn so you can tent or nice. some host you in other ways and usually just for koha, which is just a beautiful thing. It's just the the hiking community is a real community um, yeah. and everyone likes yeah. to support each other. So it's pretty cool. And then as you were alluding to, there are huts as well, and they are mainly in the South Island. Okay. So obviously, I'll be carrying a tent with me. Um, sometimes the huts are full, so you need to have a tent. But, um, yeah, in the South, you kind of hike hut to hut, so your days are kind of outlined for you. Okay. So you, you have an idea of where you're staying most of the time. So even though there's huts, you still have to take a tent, and how much does your tent weigh? Um, well, <laughs> it's light. It's light, but in the... In standards of uh, through hiking, which is long distance hiking, um, it's it's called lightweight, but there's also ultra light. So mine weighs about, I think it's one point eight kgs. Goodness me! Um, but uh, that would not suffice for a lot of through hikers who would say that's too heavy. They'd be looking more around the nine hundred grams sort of thing. Um, well, because it's I, not I'm, just the tent; it's a sleeping bag, and uh, you know, I glamp. So like. <laughs> I have a tent, but I glamp in my tent. So um, oh, I take a wall rest when I go camping. Um, mm. so I presume you're not taking a wall rest with you. You just be taking one of those ridiculously skinny little pads that people sleep on. Yeah, I'm taking yeah an inflatable pad, um, uh, a sleeping bag. I have um, something that a lot of people wouldn't do in the through hiking community is take a pillow, but I have splurged on um, an, a pretty fancy inflatable pillow. It's a mix between like cushion and air. Right. So, yeah, my uh, flatmate had one and I tried it and I was like, a good night's r- like rest on the trail yeah. especially is something that I wasn't really willing to sacrifice. So that's a luxury item for me, if you will. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you've got it because you've got to think about how heavy will your pack be all up because you take everything with you, your water and your food and everything as well, don't you? Yeah. So um, my base weight, which is everything not including food and water, because obviously that changes depending on how long I need to stock up for. Some sections I need only one day's worth. Other sections I need about eight days worth. So my uh, base weight, I'm hoping it's not confirmed yet. I'm hoping it's going to sit around the eight kg mark. Okay. And so that that's, that's doable? Eight kgs so. without yeah. food? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's kind of like a rule of thumb within the community, the hiking community, that like you kind of want to stay at about 20% or lower of your body weight and the oh, weight okay. in your pack. That makes sense. Um, yep. So I'd be, I'd be all good in that regard. And I guess it's a personal preference as well. Some people don't mind hiking a little heavier. Some people just want to be as light as possible because you are carrying that for four months. So, Yeah, and, I mean, that's also, would that put extra stress on your back and your shoulders or you just have a good, really good backpack to start with? Uh, a bit of both. Gear is obviously very important. Um, it's obviously great to try out the gear before you start something like this and yep. I'm lucky to do enough hiking and I do a bit of pest trapping. Um, oh, cool. some conservation yep. work so I'm out quite constantly with my pack um, so I know what works for me but yeah it's obviously it's a lot on the back and the neck and shoulders and mainly the knees the weight the will knees. always affect the knees yeah right yeah and some, <laughs> of, some of my backpacks have had waist straps which are actually quite useful because the yeah, hips take that weight that weight um, yeah. so this is so four months 50 to 80 days per island are you gonna you're not doing it all at once you're gonna take breaks in between yeah so i'm hoping to start in mid-october um obviously the COVID situation especially up north mm. is a bit of a spanner in the works at the moment so it's a tad yeah for a lot of people <laughs> i can't complain this is affecting my holiday almost like an adventure it's not affecting mm. my life so i can't complain too much but um obviously that will decide when and where exactly i'll start but i i i want to do four to five months consecutively but i will take a break over christmas and new year's for a week or so i'll take rest days obviously along the way and okay with my treatment schedule for multiple sclerosis my tisabri infusions mm. i have to get those every six weeks so i'll come off track to do that as well along the way okay so it's been pushed out to six weeks because normally that's a four week turnaround for tisabri yeah, it's been it's been six weeks for me since I started, um, but yeah, we're hoping to make it work with hospitals around the country. That's really good to know that you. Can, that's really good to know that people can whiff around and take because that's a significant amount of time and actually go to other hospitals and get their infusion if they need to because that that's quite a big thing. Yeah, now the you, um, the nurses here in Otago have been very very helpful. And very supportive and trying to make this work for me so i owe oh, them a lot of thanks yeah they're fantastic they are fantastic women we're really lucky to they have are. those two here yeah okay you can listen to this and other podcasts on oar.org.nz now the musical choice today is kane strang's song lagoons now why did you choose this piece of music um a couple of reasons when i was diagnosed in 2017 um Kane, who's a friend of mine, just released this album. And so nice. I was listening to it a lot at the time. But he was also touring Europe with his band. Oh, so cool. 
when he came to Berlin, I think it was in June, June or July, um, I'd been diagnosed for two or three months and he was the first friend I'd seen from New Zealand. Oh, right. And I remember them picking me up in their tour van and straight away, one of the first things I said, just like splurted it out like, oh, I have MS and made the whole situation awkward for everybody else, which we laugh about now. Um, But yeah, I remember that moment pretty clearly. So this was my favorite song from that album. Lagoons by Kane Strang, the musical choice of Blake, who is our radio star today. Now, Blake, you've set up a Give a Little page that has an amazing positive response so far, which is very exciting. So can you give us the details for that? Yeah. So people can look at it. Yeah. So I think if you went on Give a Little, you would find it. Uh, the title is Hiking K Ranger to Bluff for MS Awareness. So any of those buzzwords, I think, would would uh would get you to the page otherwise i have an instagram which i started called multiple kilometers oh cool which is really cool along the way yeah so they will have the link and everything on that instagram that's fantastic name for it that's really (laughs) cool now whilst you're traveling people can keep up with you while you're doing your tramp um by your instagram and by your Will you be posting on your Give a Little? And we'll probably, hopefully, we'll have a link to your on onto our Facebook page for you, because I'm yeah. very keen. 
um, to celebrate you at the end of it. I'm not going to offer to do the whole walk with you, obviously, but I think that um, I think that we should. This is a massive undertaking for anyone, you know, and it's very cool. And you're being very generous in fundraising for MS across New Zealand. And I just think that we should. It would be so cool to have you having wee snippets of where you are and what you're up to while you're doing it because it just sounds awesome. Oh, and there's going to be, you know, it's it is so cool. I'm so I'm all tingly because I'm all excited for you doing this because uh-huh, it's just amazing. So I'm really keen to for us to um, keep everybody up to date with what you're doing. So I yeah I envisage having a little. Blake is here, track across the countryside and things. Um, but are you keen for other people with MS to come along and do bits of the walk with you? Have you got friends coming along and walking with you? What's the plan? Yeah, definitely. Well, like you say, I will be posting on the Instagram and potentially a Facebook page. Not sure at this mm-hmm. point, but through the Give a Little and the Instagram, I'll keep everyone up to date with what else I'll be posting on and where I'll be. I'm hoping to do like regular updates on Instagram. Yep. Uh, and as far as like people joining me, I'm, I'm so keen on that idea. I think it'd be great, especially probably mainly when I'm walking through cities and towns where it's easily accessible for everybody. Yep. I'd love for people within the community to come and join for an hour, 20 minutes, a couple of hours, the day, yep. whatever it may be. I'd be keen for that for sure. That'll be cool because you can, if it's through cities and towns, then people, it's more accessible generally for people, isn't it? I didn't realise this walk was actually through cities and towns. So you won't be coming through Dunedin because you're going down the middle of the island, aren't you? You're not. Yeah. So the South Island's a little bit tougher. That's mainly in the back country. So, yeah. Um, but there are still sections like I, through Central Otago, through uh, Wanaka, you walk around mm. the lake for a wee bit nice. there. Nice. Um, so there's, there's opportunities for people to come and join me then, uh, but mainly in the North Island, I'd say it'd be more accessible for more people. That'll be cool. I, I could quite easily, I'm convinced my committee that I can come and walk with you for some of that in Wanaka. And yeah. then, uh, now, are you coming out of, at Bluff or Riverton? I couldn't remember what you told me. No, you finished right down at Bluff, right on the coast there. Okay. It's, so that, is that? The very last bit of it, how would you do that in a day or two? Or where would you, where do you envisage finishing from? Uh, like starting yeah. the last couple of days of the track? Yeah, um, I'm not 100% familiar with that last part of the track mm-hmm. in my, at the moment. Um, but I do know that a lot of it is just road walking for that last, okay. last few days down. Um, south so that'll be quite boring after being in the bushwood yeah it's kind <laughs> of bad, isn't it but i mean yeah. i just think tramping's quite different than walking on the road and when you're in the bush you've got the, um the birds yeah no it's a bit of a anticlimactic ending <laughs> but i think what will make the ending is the fact that i'll be sore and i'll be ready to stop probably um and then hopefully i'll have some friends and family and pe- anyone who wants to come and join me at the end that'd be cool Oh, I think it, it definitely people should be there to celebrate you, Blake, because this is a, a, a three thousand k's is nothing to be nothing to be sneezed at, is it? <laughs> no, I'm sure by the end of it, I'll be ready to stop walking for 
the foreseeable at least. Well, yeah, but you might actually, yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, have you got? Have you had a plan in place to get your fitness up before this happens? Yeah. So, as I say, I, I hike quite a bit anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I've been getting out doing that. I've been doing um, strengthening exercises for my knees and muscles around my knees to support oh, cool. them along the way. So I've been doing all I can to limit injuries while I start the trail but limits are uh sorry injuries are a part of the trail and that's just kind of what's going to happen along the way you're going to have these these little injuries that you just are going to have to deal with but yeah I've been training a bit but at the moment I'm kind of trying to get over a a small injury I have so I'm just I'm trying to get that right before I uh get out and start so so the training kind of taking a yeah taking a break from the training at the moment to get my body right you're going to be super fit by the end of this. You're probably fit already, um, but you'll be super, super fit, won't you? I hope so. <laughs> I hope 3,000 kilometres will do something for my fitness. <laughs> so are you going to take music with you? How are you going to – are you just going to um, – how when you walk, do you do you hike with music or is that – doesn't seem to me a very hikey thing to do would be listening to music at all. Well, in my experience, um, so I did a – eight day hike just last year um mm-hmm. and I don't know it, it varies it's like some days I want to listen to music and that's what gets me excited and I get pumped up by the music um yeah. and other days music is just the last thing you feel like so it's a real mix like sometimes you just want to be completely mindful of your surroundings and 100% present in that environment so music isn't always what you want um yeah. but then sometimes music yeah like I say it's just like increases the mood I'm sure you guys are all aware of the the benefits of music and how much it can improve everything at times. Yep. Yeah, it can do. It's um unless you're like me and you get bad jelly the witch in your head on a loop and then music <laughs> doesn't doesn't, inc- doesn't work well for anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sadly I do have some like that that gets stuck on my head. So mm. you are also working with MSNZ around this and the fundraising because I've been talking to the lovely Emily around this now I've just taken some notes there so the walk is 3,000 k's you're going to take 50 to 80 days per island to do that and you've got trail angels along the way to catch up with which I just think is the most delicious idea ever having a trail angel (laughs) waiting for you yeah it will be you know a foot spa would be a really good option By all means, if you want to be a trail angel offering foot spas, I'll be your first customer, if you will. <laughs> no near trail, which is the unfortunate thing. Yeah. This has been cool. Thanks so much for coming along and talking to us about this, Blake. Um, this, I am very excited about this, and I'm very excited about the rest of the MS community getting behind you and supporting you to do this mm. and coming out and perhaps walking some of it with you. Because particularly if you're walking through towns that, would that mean that some of the trails are more, they're more accessible? And I just think that it is a fabulous thing that you're doing. And it's an amazing bucket list thing to say, actually, I've done, the whole, I've walked the length and breadth of New Zealand. Now, I have seen someone who bicycled the length and breadth of New Zealand and she was knackered by the end of it. And she had a bike. So I could imagine that you're just going to be a wee string of muscle by the end of this thing quite tired. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be something like that. Um, hopefully, I'll feel good from it, but I'm sure it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster. But one I'm 
grateful to have the opportunity to do. Uh, thank you for having me as well. No worries. Platform to talk about my trip. Oh, it's excellent. It's excellent news. So this has been MS Momentum on oar.org.nz and our special radio guest is Blake who is doing the T-R-O-R, I didn't say that properly, T- T-R-O-R-O-R. tramp through the countryside and we will be keeping you up to date. Thanks for coming along. Thank you for having me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.